Swinet. It's time for a new era of communication in the swine industry. One that you can get the latest updates while commuting or driving to farms. Here you will have the brightest minds of the global swine industry in your pocket. And really just driving home how important it is to social distance even on the farm. So maybe that means staggering how people arrive, spreading folks out so not, not everyone's congregating in the break room. Swinet Podcast is only possible with the support of forward-looking and innovative sponsors like NutriQuest, experts serving producers and delivering breakthrough solutions. Genesis, the first power in genetics. Zinpro, essential trace minerals, exceptional performance. Every Pig, a simple yet powerful pig health and production management tool. Just All, always one step ahead in swine feeding. Welcome to Swine Eat Podcast. My name is Marcel Gonçalves, your host for today's episode. This episode's sponsor highlight is about NutriQuest. NutriQuest delivers targeted breakthrough solutions to animal producers via nutritional and non-nutritional products, services, and technologies. At NutriQuest, we believe in ingenuity inspired by servitude and that our success comes from helping producers realize improved profitability through optimized technologies and efficient operation. Hello, everyone. Today, we have Dr. Heather Fowler. She's going to chat about COVID-19 pandemic and its repercussions for pig producers. How are you, Dr. Heather? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, very uh, timely topic here, and uh, we look forward for your insights. Perfect. The first thing, uh, Heather, that we, we look for in our guests is, you know, your background, uh, how you got involved in pig production, if you can share that uh, with us. Sure. So I am a public health veterinarian by training, um, born and raised in New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey, to be exact. So I was really raised in an urban area. Um, initially, um, I've always loved animals, I should say. And initially, I thought I would be a small animal veterinarian and own my own practice and work with cats and dogs. Um, but it was during um, undergrad um, at Penn State that I started to really um, really explore veterinary medicine as it relates to public health and epidemiology and outbreak chasing and things of that sort. And so from there, I started to explore all the different aspects of veterinary medicine, all the different species. So I made sure in veterinary school to take the swine rotations, all the swine rotations they offered, all the food safety um, rotations that were offered, um, and just stayed involved in that conversation. So after vet school, I pursued and received an MPH. I then um, worked at the Minnesota Department of Health for a couple years, working in the zoonotic disease um, branch there. And then um, immediately after went on to pursue a PhD in um, worker safety and health or environmental and occupational hygiene. Um, and then immediately after in 2017, I landed the job at the National Pork Board. They were looking for a public health veterinarian to, um, to really help develop content education and outreach wise for producers um, to focus on zoonotic diseases and other public health topics, including worker safety and health. And I thought it was a perfect fit for me. I had always been, despite growing up in the um, Northeast and more of an urban setting, I had always been 
and an ag advocate and wanted to learn more about um, animal production and what all is involved and really just trying to help folks understand it. I, it was interesting for someone from the outside to see how um, folks can often have a negative view of agriculture. So I'm really happy to be deeply ingrained in the industry now, learning a lot. I definitely learned a lot about the swine industry when I first started in 2017 um, and continuing to learn. So I, I'm, I must say I'm really happy where I am now at the National Pork Board. Very nice. Yeah, your background on public health is uh, definitely helpful here for us to get to get your brain there. So First, you know, first things first, uh, no reports of COVID-19 affecting the pig population, correct? Yeah, so, um, and that's a great question. I get that all the time, you know, can pigs get it? Um, and what I have to say is, there, like you said, there are no reports right now. And um, pigs, I've heard of internationally, um, definitely none in the United States. And here in the United States, according to the CDC, there's no evidence to suggest that animals, you know, whether we're talking um, cats and dogs, pets, livestock, etc., um, are involved in the um, transmission of the virus. Um, so that's very important to, to make clear that, as you mentioned, no reports. And right now, there's no evidence to suggest that they're involved in that. Perfect. No, I appreciate that. that and uh, so how is COVID-19 affecting pig producers uh, from a business uh, level? That's a great question. So um, I will say it's important to point out um, one of the questions we got initially, especially with um, in various states. I'm in New Jersey where we have a stay at home order in place. We also have um, per the CDC um, guidance to um, avoid non-essential travel outside of our states. Um, so one of the questions we got from producers as it relates to their everyday business is, hey, you know, um, are we considered essential? So it's important to, to point out that food and agriculture falls into um, or is considered part of that critical infrastructure. Therefore, their workers are considered essential. Um, and that's because especially during in the face of a, a pandemic such as this one, um, it's important to make sure that folks still have access to food. So our producers are doing what they need to to make sure that we are getting food on the table, both here in the United States and, and internationally. Very good. How about uh, at the farm level? Uh, what, what would be current recommendations? So on the farm level, it, that's a great question. So, um, and I direct folks to pork.org slash COVID-19. Um, what we did as an uh, organization is make sure that we put together the resources and um, post them online for our producers to make sure that they are staying healthy. As I mentioned, they are a part of that essential workforce. So we want them to stay healthy so that they can continue to produce and continue to provide um, for the American public as well as the globe. Um, and so that means that they need to adhere to their sick leave policies. Um, they might need to update them or adjust them. Thankfully, again, there's been um, tons of work done in this space um, and references and resources available. Um, there's a number of ag safety and health centers throughout the country. There's a, an organization called AgriSafe that has some resources available. OSHA has um, guidelines available. The Centers for Disease 
Disease Control and Prevention of the CDC has guidelines available, and they reference these other organizations, um, and really just driving home how um, how important it is to social distance even on the farm. So maybe mm-hmm. that means staggering how people arrive, spreading mm-hmm. folks out so not not everyone's congregating in the break room, right? Making right. sure we're disinfecting and and in between workers or in between shifts and things like that. So um, really applying some of those same prevention strategies um, that we have for the general public about hand washing and disinfecting and covering your cough and staying home when you're sick, applying that on the farm level. So um, we, we make sure that, our, again, our producers have access to that information and they can reach out to us if they have follow-up questions. Very good. Well, uh, anything else on this topic, uh, Dr. Fowler, that you wanted some, any questions that you've been getting, anything else you want to share before we go to the three questions we ask every guest, every episode? Yeah, I guess I would want to just reiterate um, that we have resources available. Um, we wanted to make sure at the Pork Board, we didn't necessarily create new information. We're not just saying, hey, trust us, but we're saying, hey, there there are folks like the CDC and other organizations that have this information available. We want you to stay safe and healthy. Um, so we encourage folks to go to our websites, which will then probably take them to other websites and, and resources there. Um, we do have some resources that we've created in the past, such as our farm crisis operations planning tool um, that can be used in these types of situations that we want folks to to, um, review and um, potentially look at developing their own um, farm level crisis plan as a result. So just, I think it would be a a great place to um, check out it again, links to CDC and other resources, reminds them what they need to do to stay healthy, how to prevent disease, what to do if they think they are sick, et cetera. Very good. Celebrating its 25th anniversary, Gestal manufactures the original wireless standalone swine feeding system designed by pork producers, for pork producers. They are simple, reliable, and provide peace of mind 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Gestal is not just manufactured by an equipment company, but by a family pork production business with a slat level understanding. Gestal, always one step ahead in swine feeding. For all swine related news and information, Go to swineweb.com. It is time to our famous three. First question I have uh, here is, uh, what's your favorite uh, pig-related book or or resource? So I would say my favorite pig-related resource would be the Diseases of Swine text. Mm -hmm. And so I have the, I think it's the 11th edition, Mm -hmm. the most recent edition. So I got that a couple years back when it came out. So I I definitely go to that and review that um, when I'm learning new diseases or just to to fact check. Very nice. Uh, How about your favorite book or resource in general? Still within swine medicine, right? Or just no, no, outside. In the sky. I don't know. <laughs> Do I read for fun? Um, I'll probably give a, another veterinary resource, which is Plums. Mm. Um, that is my go-to. Um, they have an app and everything. I have the hard copy book, but I also have um, the app on my phone. Um, so I would say that is my go-to. I can use it at home when um, reviewing medications for my, my own pets. Um, or um, as I'm working with pigs or, or working with 
um, swine veterinarians and just learning more about the different drugs there. Okay. Very good. And uh, last one is, what do you think sets apart successful swine professionals from those who are not? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say what would set one apart from another is passion. I always tell um, students that I mentor that, you know, follow your passion mm -hmm. um, and there you will be successful. Um And, or, you know, at least happy, right? If you want, I, when I think successful, I also think um, someone that enjoys their job, that is happy at their job. Like I'm currently very happy in my job. It allows me to utilize a lot of the skills that I've developed over the years. It still allows me to learn something new, um, but also provide a service. I think COVID-19 has taught me a lot of how quickly I can read up on some things mm -hmm. and then be able to share it back and um, have, you know, make an impact in that regard. So I think following one's passion, if you're, if you're not enjoying it, it shows, you know, you may be unhappy at work. You may not um, be kind to your coworkers, those types of things. So I, I encourage folks, you know, always to follow their passion and do what makes them happy. Very nice. That, yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, thanks for sharing those thoughts, uh, Dr. Fowler. And thanks for your time. I know you're very busy right now. Yep. Perfect. Hey everyone, please share our episodes with as many people as you can so we can continue to impact the life of swine professionals from around the globe with the wisdom of our great guests. Before you go, make sure to get in our waitlist for the Swine Talks web conference, the first online conference of the global swine industry, an update on hot topics and we even gonna have some controversial topics of the global swine industry. So you can leverage that knowledge in your day today. Go to swinetalks.com and get on our wait list. We'll talk soon.